Uh, do you want to talk about the Bournemouth game? We, we lost that game, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We'll restart that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of the 4th Best Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Yuhaldi, with Monty as usual. What's up, Monty? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Uh, do you want to talk about the Bournemouth game? Um, did we, we lost that game, right? Uh, yes. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah, let's... No, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not talk about that Skipping game. Skipping that. All right. Yeah. We're just going to move right into more optimistic things. Okay. Okay. Um, this is our 20th podcast, so that's, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. We've listened to ourselves talk for... 20 episodes. Yeah. That's actually kind of depressing. Other followers. 2,000 followers. So that means we have 2,000 people actively listening to our podcast, yeah. I think. I'm not sure how that's happened. I'm not sure how to read those numbers. Thank you, I guess. Thank you is in order. So Appreciate it. Two bits of positive news. Uh, okay, cool. So we got that out the way. Um, we're also getting Theo Walcott out the way. He's on his way to Everton to complete his 20 million pound transfer. Uh... Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? I personally, like, I, I'm glad he's leaving. He's not Arsenal quality. He should be going. But, you know, he's not a bad person. I wish him all the success at Everton as long as they're not playing Arsenal. It's the same kind of thing as when Ox left. It was no ill will. He did his role. Um, one thing I felt bad for Walcott was just when he came in, there was all this hype. He was, a, I mean, 16 years old, making it to the English national team, giving the number 14 number. Um, it was all this hype, and it was him and like, a group of other players as well um, that we all know. So I kind of just felt bad for the hype that was put on his shoulders. He had injury issues, but I agree with you. Him going, the best of luck uh, for him there. Hopefully he stars right next to Wayne Rooney. Um, but yeah, no, the best of luck to Walcott. Yeah, he obviously hasn't played well for us in a few years, uh, and I'm not sure how... Um, I don't want to call him a bad player, but... I'm not sure how ineffective he is or if Arsenal, our style of play, has left what he is good at. Because I think if he were to join, a, like, a, like I think, like Leicester, a counterattacking team where he can just, like, as soon as they get the ball, he goes flying down the field and, Dart down the sides, yeah. and, and let somebody lob a ball over the top for him. Like, I actually think he could still be really good at that. Yeah. It's not what we do, but I think there are teams that could use that quality. No, I agree. Um... Yeah, I mean, we always, we always knew that what he had was speed, for sure. I mean, let's not forget the 2-0 that he had. Let's actually give a shout-out to uh, our friend Ethan Butler. Uh, we'll give out his name here. Um, let's give a shout-out here to Alex Supertramp. Uh, that's the worst thing that we've ever said in this podcast, for sure. <laughs> Supertramp? Supertramp. <laughs> um, uh, and he's at, at no, not your butler. Uh, he gave us a, his favorite moment of Walcott, and it was Walcott being stretchered off of the pitch uh, with his fingers up saying 2-0 to the Tottenham fans. So that's something that I will never forget of never, Walcott. No. I'll, yeah. uh, even though we were used to seeing Walcott being stretched off the field, him doing this in front of the Tottenham fans, amazing. Class of a player. Um, obviously Tottenham fans won't think that, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, th I mean, that, that right there, I think you pointed out that pretty much sums up Theo Walcott's career uh, being stretched off. But also... Beating Tottenham. I mean, like, in, in yeah. Theo Walcott's career, his, his whole time in, at Arsenal since he was 16 years old, I mean, like, only one season we had let, finished below Tottenham. So, uh, yeah, being, being injured and beating Tottenham. That's Theo Walcott in that's a nutshell. That's Theo Walcott in a nutshell. I mean, again, look, he's 28 years old. 
he, uh, we've said many times about other players, it's a World Cup year. He wants to prove himself to get a, a position. I don't even know how close he is to getting a position for the national team um, of England. But he wants to prove himself, and this is a great position for him in his career. What What is he going to do staying at Arsenal? Just staying on the bench and continuing playing Europa League games? It's not ideal for what he should have been doing, you know, five years ago. So, again, Walcott, the best of luck to you. I know he's an active listener of ours as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, and so... Best of luck, Walcott. Uh, I do want to point out one more funny tweet on this Walcott subject before we move along. This is uh, Gunnar Gimli, at Gunnar Gimli. She tweets out, Walcott gone, so now I have a dog named after an <laughs> Everton player. <laughs> Ooh, that's awkward. It's kind of like uh, when Johnny Depp got um, Winona Ryder tattooed yeah. on his arm, and then they broke up, and it was just really awkward. Um, so now it's kind of the same thing with the dog, where you kind of stuck with the dog. Yeah. Well, Gunnar Gimli, if it makes you feel any better, we have a podcast named after who is it chelsea now like we're in sixth place yeah so. yeah exactly exactly um ugh. anyway <laughs> why go back into that negativity let's let's be positive. positive let's keep it going what's the, the next breaking news that we had that we want to talk about jack wilshire about to sign a new contract Woo! jack wilshire i'm excited about jack wilshire uh, another guy like we talked about with walcott that had a lot of pressure coming up as a young guy part of that english core um and it's actually amazing news to see him coming up as um an, uh, a future, if I may say, of Arsenal. Um, he did captain a game a few uh, weeks ago against Chelsea. Uh, I didn't expect him to play consecutive 90-minute games in the Premier League. Uh, all of us knowing Arsenal and knowing Jack Wilshere, we didn't even know how long he was going to stay healthy. We did talk before that his style of play has changed. He's been a little bit smarter on the ball, releasing the ball before getting a cleat in the ankle. Um, but no, I'm more than happy to see. I think it's until 2022. That's the rumors. I know Ornstein, who's the Arsenal god, um, he tweeted about it. So we know it's pretty safe to say it's close to, to being true. Yeah, Ornstein uh, tweeted out that he's expected to sign a new contract in the next day or two. So uh, that's all good stuff. There's other rumors going on about the contract details. Um, I believe it's rumored to be a heavily incentivized contract. I think he's currently on 90,000 pounds a week, and it's mm -hmm. going to... his base salary is going to be less than that but with incentives um it could take him w like way above it it's just it's interesting though that jack would actually sign a contract like that he's been playing really well and arsenal are kind of in a spot of they're kind of in their own self-inflicted pr nightmare and he could drag this out he could uh you know use all this you know arsenal are kind of desperate to kind of keep whatever good news they can um, with, with Alexis leaving and Ozil kind of up in the air. Uh, you know, I think Jack is actually in a good spot. So for him to be signing a contract that is very team-friendly, I mean, he's basically signing a contract that is kind of like pay-as-you-play. So if he gets injured, it's not going to work out too well for him contract-wise. Uh, so uh, I'm impressed that he's doing that. He's an Arsenal guy through and through, and he's putting his money where his mouth is. Well, exactly. He's an Arsenal guy through and through, so... And that's very rare today in soccer is uh, or football is seeing players play for the club and not for the money. Um, he's a guy who, uh, not that long ago, said that he missed playing for Arsenal when he was out at uh, Bournemouth last season. He he missed being with Arsenal. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, a player who, I mean, the last few weeks has probably doubled or tripled his uh, his transfer fee, if you if you want to say, um, and he, he might have a few options. But he wants to be an Arsenal guy. He's even said that he wants to one day be the Arsenal captain, which he did captain again for us a few weeks ago. So, no, props to him for 
you know, playing with his heart and not for his pocket. Um, and hopefully he signs that contract and he can continue being healthy and a stronghold in our midfield. Yeah, another guy that I'd like to see get back into that England squad. Um, so I, I think he's on the right track to doing it. I, he's one of the best midfielders in England. Um, and if he can stay healthy and he keeps playing at the rate that he's playing, then it doesn't seem like it's that difficult of a decision. Although they've got dumber people than us making these decisions. So, <laughs> um, I guess other transfer rumors that aren't as positive. Alexis Sanchez looks like he's going to be completing his move to Manchester United after Manchester City basically dropped out of it. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on this whole, you know, Alexis to Manchester United? We almost got into a heated argument yeah. talking about this earlier. So I know there's a lot of people that might hate me for saying this. Um, but I'd rather... you got some explaining to do. I know. I'm kind of afraid of saying this. Uh, okay, so I would rather have him play for Manchester United than Manchester, Manchester City. Um, he's a guy who... Um, he, he, he's very driven, for sure. We've seen that. He's a hot-headed player. Kind of does what he wants to do. I've heard stories that even in practice, he doesn't really even pay attention to the coaches. Kind of does his own thing. Um, I don't know how that's going to work with Mourinho. And what I'm hoping is to see kind of a time bomb between those two and something that happened. Um, and one of them end up with egg on their face. Uh, I don't see where he will really play as a starter because let's not lie, he wants to go to a team where he's going to be a starter and the star. He's not going to be the star, especially when you have Pogba on the team, you're not going to be the main guy. Whereas with Arsenal, he's the main guy. Even if you go to Manchester City, and that's the beauty of Manchester City is that they don't really have one star that is the, the the god on that team. They have multiple players that do a very good job at what they do. In Manchester United, you have a lot of egos on the field and obviously off the field. If he goes, and I know the first deal, there was rumors of Martial coming to Arsenal, which I would have been completely down for. Um, that would have made more sense. Now it's uh, Mika Turian, uh, the former Borussia Dortmund uh, playmaker. He's uh, rumored to be coming the other way. Um, if he were to come and Marshall stays, Alexis Sanchez, where are you going to start? Because Marshall plays that position. He's doing fairly well with him. He scored a great goal against Stoke City the other day. Um, you also have Rashford up there. You have Lingard. Uh, you have Lukaku. You have Slaton. You have, uh, you know, also, I mean, Pog was a creative mind on that team. I don't see Alexis Sanchez succeeding very much, especially that group of players that I've said, other than Slaton. Alexis Sanchez is the oldest player. At 29 years old, He's going to go, they're not going to win the Premier League this year because it's going to be Manchester City. So he's going to go another year without winning the Premier League. Next season, he's turning 30. And with his work rate, who knows how long he's going to keep on playing this way. Again, with Manchester City, Gabriel Jesus is gone for two months. That gives him two months to click with Aguero, De Bruyne, um, anybody on, that, on the attack there. He, he has time to click with them. Gabriel Jesus is younger, so I'm sure Gabriel Jesus will be fine with, you know what, I understand there's a rotation process. I'm taking over as soon as possible, as soon as Alexis Sanchez's legs wear out. Um, I feel like it would click next season with Alexis Sanchez on Manchester City. Um, and that would be a problem for Arsenal next season. Uh, so yeah, I, again, if you want to kill me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, just a yeah. more, I'm just a more simple-minded person. <laughs> and I hate with a passion I do too. United. I do too. And I hate with a passion. But that's the reason why. That's the reason why yeah. I want him to go because I feel like it will yeah because you, you're you, yeah you're 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 playing on an implosion. Uh, I actually think he's going to do well at least for one season. 
wherever he goes, whether it's City or United or the Moon, uh, he's going to get a ton him, yeah. of goals. <laughs> yeah, Moon FC. Moon yeah, FC. those guys are up and coming. Uh, they got some good young players. Um, and so, oh, man, I just can't. I mean, after Van Persie, oh, I, I, I don't know if I could stomach another guy just having unbelievable success. <laughs> At Manchester United, I for me, I'm just too simple. You're looking at it one step ahead. I am. I'm playing checkers, bro. No, I know, I know, I know. Uh, actually, when you play checkers, you should be looking at one step ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think the comparison was uh, to chess. I think you're you're playing chess. I'm playing checkers. That's right. So. That's right. Um, <laughs> but there's actually a funny tweet from uh, everyone's favorite uh, Yankee Gunner. They're at Yankee Gunner, uh, and he was uh, responding to a David Ornstein, uh, the Arsenal guy, talking about Manchester City pulling out because of wage demands or whatever was going on. And his tweet was saying, will be interesting to see how we reintegrate Alexis when all these deals fall through, but we've wasted January not using him. Uh, for me, it's just kind of funny thinking that's what happened at the uh, in the summer. We spent the whole summer saying he's going to stay, he's going to stay. And then for some reason, the last day, uh, we decided to see what we can get and try to get Lamar. Lamar didn't want to come. We got stuck, and then we ended up having a player that didn't want to play for us. And we kind of put it in his face, hey, you have an option to go Manchester City, and then we pulled it out the last second. Um, again, we're luckily not the last day of the transfer window. We still have about a couple of weeks. Um, but until I see a player with a jersey, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. say this is for sure. No, yeah. Ornstein is pretty close to a player holding a jersey, but he's still not. Exactly. Even that, because I always I talk to um, friends here from Chelsea that are Chelsea fans, and they remember John Obi Mikkel. He had a jersey, a Manchester United jersey, and he was <laughs> posing with it, and we all ended up knowing he played for Chelsea. So even that, they have to play a good, like, 15 minutes. Not yeah. 10 minutes, yeah. not five, like a good 15 minutes, and we know for sure he's with Arsenal or Alexis Sanchez left or whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, that's that's my opinion on the whole Alexis Sanchez saga. Yeah, and uh, we're trying to keep it positive. I don't think the Alexis Sanchez news is at all depressing or... No, not at all. I mean, I'm so... I've made peace with that. It's He's not an Arsenal player, and, you know, if we sell him in January, then great. Like, I'm not... It's what it is. What it is. He's he's as good as gone in my uh, in my mind. Um, but a guy that we might be having coming in in that uh, Alex Sanchez deal is uh, Mkhitaryan, a guy who's fallen out of favor with Jose Mourinho and uh, Manchester United. Uh, he's a guy that I wanted when he was originally transferred uh, over to to Man United from Dortmund. I remember he was a guy that I wanted Arsenal to go out and get. They obviously didn't. Now they have a second chance at it. And I guess I'm a little mixed on whether I still want him. I mean, there's a part of it where I've seen him not have amazing success in the Premier League. And any time a player moves from a different league to the Premier League, or really any league in that general, uh, you're never sure of how well it's going to work out. And so you're always kind of thinking, like, well, if the guy moves from France or from uh, the Bundesliga or from, you know, there's an adaptation, and maybe his style of play doesn't fit in the Premier League. So I think to see a guy like Mkhitaryan not have amazing success, it kind of like makes it think that oh, maybe it's him and the league isn't a good fit for him, his skill set. Um, there's also the thing where it's like, well, maybe he just didn't succeed because Mourinho's a moron. <laughs> so there, there could be that. Um, but I guess second time around, I'm not as excited to, uh, the possibility of getting him. Uh, if I could be honest, though, like if if we were just getting straight cash for Alexis Sanchez, I I, I couldn't be certain that Arsenal is going to reinvest that money. So we might as well get a player that at least used to be good a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on Mkhitaryan coming? Uh, Mkhitaryan for me is a player that, in the role that Mourinho has been putting him, hasn't succeeded. Uh, he is two years older. He's twenty eight years old. Um, 
than the first time we were originally linked to get him. Um, I think that if he were to come with us, it would be interesting. I agree with you. We've had times in the past where we've had X amount of money and we haven't spent it. So I would, I'd rather bring a ball boy from Manchester United, get something out of it that, than just cash because there's no hope if it's just cash. Um, but I don't know, for me, being 28 years old, he's not that old. He still has uh, enough time to uh, resurrect his career. Um, again, Mourinho is a player that, or is a coach that doesn't do a good job always bringing out the best of players, um, especially a player coming from another league. Um, he doesn't do a good job adapting new players into new systems, new leagues. And if it didn't fit his system, it didn't fit his system. And that's something that uh, with uh, Mkhitaryan, he might be able to fit with us. Um, again, um, one thing that we're forgetting is if Mkhitaryan were to come, we would have the best scorpion kickers in the league. Because I know Giroud's got rumors that we will talk about later as well, but if we have Giroud and Mkhitaryan playing with us, also just has to send crosses to the back of their heads, and they'll just flip them in, and we're scoring beauties. That's all I care about. Scoring beauties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure if Ozil was crossing it to their back heel, they probably that would be something he'd do on purpose. I think what would more likely happen is Iwobi would be trying to oh, lead them with a pass, yeah. but so terribly mishit it <laughs> that it would end up behind them. them, and at least we have guys that can scorpion kick finish See? it. We're thinking the we're using other players' negatives as positives. Uh, but no, I, I think that he'll be a player, and if we do get um, Aubameyang, first off, why are we linked to players with really hard names to pronounce? I've been yeah. trying to like Google search these players, and I've been getting them wrong every time. I just hope that Google like does those, like, did you mean this? And I'm like, yes, I meant that. Right. Um, I can't, Mkhitaryan, I'm, I need to say his name like 20 more times to make sure I'm saying it right. But imagine if Mkhitaryan passed it to Aubameyang, oh man, like you need to have cool nicknames for all these guys, like Mkhita Uba, or I think that's his nickname. Um, well, if there's one thing Arsenal oh. Twitter's good at is coming oh. up with all sorts of... Oh, for sure, for sure. They've been waiting to, like, tweet out Boom Shakalaka forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's, reason, that's, that's number one reason why everyone hates Shaka, because he's not passing it to Lacazette yeah. and well, not creating any Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You, uh, Aubameyang being rumored to come to Arsenal. It, yeah. Build, in, uh, it's a, Build is reporting that Arsenal are ready to finish a deal for Aubameyang in the next coming days. Um, I don't read German, but I hear they are a pretty reputable <laughs> uh, source over there. So, uh, I mean, if that actually happens, I mean, we're, I, like, okay, I don't really want to speculate on starting 11s and all that stuff, but yeah. like, how do you think, in the general terms, he fits in with Arsenal? Because that would give us another striker with Lacazette. Oh, man, that's kind of a problem that we haven't had in a while where we had two great strikers. It's a great problem to have, exactly. Um, Honestly, how do you think Lacazette feels? Like, he hasn't scored a goal in eight games. And And he's being replaced? Yeah, he's being like like, six months in. (laughs) Wait, wait, so they signed him, promised him that you're going to play with Ozil and Alexis Sanchez. It's going to be magical. You played a handful of games with those two guys. Didn't turn out to be the best because you have Alexis Sanchez who doesn't, he's on his own path and Ozil's been trying to prove himself and whatever. So six months in, you're hearing that your team is rumored to get another f- striker, and you know you play with one striker up front. Man, if I was like I said, I would be sweating, sweating right now. Uh, but honestly, I'm a huge fan of, of Aubameyang. Um, again, he's playing great in another league. He hasn't been proven in the in the Premier League. Um, I know he's also 28, and a lot of people have been criticizing the fact that if we got him a few years ago, it would have been better. Um, 
I don't know. For me, it's the same thing with Alexis Sanchez going to Manchester United. Um, it's kind of the, the short-term investment that we'd be getting out of that. Um, I feel like if we got McTarran and Aboumeyang, two guys that know each other from uh, Borussia Dortmund, which I think Sven Minslet, we have to watch out because I feel like he's just trying to re-sign Borussia Dortmund's team from five years ago, which if we got Lewandowski, I wouldn't care. Wait, but is he like, I mean, all these players are not past their prime, but they're definitely like, <laughs> they're getting toward the end of their uh, prime. Like, do you think maybe he's like a, a, a sleeper cell for Borussia Dortmund <laughs> and he's just trying to like clear, clear Maybe, their... maybe that was the deal because it was kind of weird that he would go from Borussia Dortmund to us, yeah. like a team that knows how to pick off young talent and then he comes to us that we just hold on to players until their contract runs out. But no, I feel like, I, I mean, again, I don't know what the formation is going to happen. That's kind of, for me, one of the many funny things about Twitter is you have people tweeting out there starting 11s as if Wenger's going to, like, read onto their tweets. Um, and some of the names that are on these starting 11s for me, I didn't even know we were linked to. Um, but Aubameyang is a player that maybe, you know, he's not a straight center forward like Giroud is. He has some... Um, he, he, has, he used to play wide. Yeah, he used to play he wide, younger, exactly. Like, and even Lacazette, he's played wide a few times, uh, too. Lacazette, I think, for us, the way he's played and how deep he comes to help out with a buildup, yeah. I, I mean, I think he actually could well, play. Can I say one thing about the Bournemouth game? I know it's... Uh, yes, actually, go. Okay, so the one thing I want to say about the Bournemouth game is exactly that. Lacazette, he played a full 90 minutes, so that was great. Good for him. Good news. Positive. We were staying positive. <laughs> <laughs> But for like 20 or 30 minutes at the end of the game, he had to play kind of like what Alexis Sanchez would do, just drop all the way back. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, Alexis Sanchez, when he cared about playing for us, right. he would drop all the way back to get the ball because he wasn't getting anybody to, to help out. I mean, Giroud doesn't do that. And if Giroud ever got the ball in the middle of the field, he doesn't know what to do with the ball. He just has to get rid of it. Like I said, has more control, so that's great. A Bowman is another player that has great control, and he's also tall, so he's, it's, it's the best of both worlds. Um, but again, if we get Mkhitaryan and a Bumian, I'd be very happy. Would you still be happy if they decided to rip the 17 off of Wobi's back and give it to a Bumiang, though? I know you're a huge Wobi fan, and I would, uh, as much as you're a fan of Welbeck, oh man, I know that's that would be that'd be sad. Uh, oh man, it will be the Nigerian prince. We what? Oh man, yeah. Do you think it will be sweating right now, knowing that? It's like, great, Theo Walcott's gone. That means, you know, I, I mean, I guess Theo Walcott wasn't much of a stress for him, but it's one less guy to compete with in an offensive position. And now they're trying to get Aubameyang, McTarian, and Malcolm from, uh, from Bordeaux. Yeah. So it's like, wait, what's going on? Like, aren't you guys going to give me a possibility here? I don't know. Sign that loan move. Yeah, we'll seriously. Be, sign the loan move. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so we're, we're obviously excited about the possibilities of Aubameyang coming. Uh, it's been reported that he might be coming in the next couple days. So that's awesome. Uh, the Malcolm stuff is a little bit more in the preemptive stages of things, nothing concrete. Although Ornstein, the god, <laughs> did tweet out that he basically confirmed Arsenal's that they've been negotiating with Bordeaux. So it, it's, it's not just something that's... Which have you noticed that the president of Bordeaux is almost like Wenger's brother, where it's just like straight-up denials? Like, no, 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 we never did that. And then later on the player leaves. Because, uh, yeah, Ornstein talked about that, and there's been rumors for days now of Malcolm negotiating, at least, with Arsenal, his agents negotiating with Arsenal. And in, I think it was uh, the last few days, the president of Bordeaux says, no, 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 it's not true. We're, he's not leaving. So what are your thoughts on Malcolm coming? Like, it, are you... Oh, man. Uh, yeah. It's... it's funny, because the only Malcolm I knew, like, five days ago was Malcolm X. Um, and if he came to Arsenal, that would be great. 
just yeah. as a motivational person because right. I don't think he was good at soccer. No, I don't think he's alive either, though. Oh, that's true. He's so, not alive. That uh, would that would not be very motivational. That would be a very typical so, Arsenal transfer. Yeah, dead guy to your locker room. Uh, Kim Kalstrom uh, was almost dead when he came to our team. But when, yeah, so like Malcolm wasn't a guy. It wasn't exactly a household name amongst Arsenal no, fans. No, but he's a future player. Yeah. And one of the rumors that I've been hearing that I hope is it happens is we purchase him. And then we loan him back to Bordeaux. That, for me, would be great. He's a player, again, for the future. Um, he would be a long-term replacement for Alexis Sanchez. Um, I don't... And, again, these people on Twitter that are posting their starting 11s and they have Malcolm starting straight off the bat, that, for me, is way too soon. He's been doing great, but in the French League. Um, so he's going to come to a new league, a more physical league. Uh, he has a, a lot of speed, but, hey... Don't we remember somebody who was super young, who had a lot of speed, and it didn't turn out very well? Yeah, we just talked about him, Theo Walcott. So let's not pressure these guys into being these salvations, because we're talking about him replacing Alexi Sanchez, just like we said Theo Walcott was going to replace Thierry Henry. Yeah. Let's not put pressure on these guys. So if we do get him, loan him back to Bordeaux for at least six months, and then you know start fresh with him next year. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally agree. I think when, when the rumors were going around that he was going to replace Alexi Sanchez, I was kind of... Uh, I was kind of bummed about it because he's not a really a replacement, a like-for-like yeah. like replacement. Alexis Sanchez is in the prime of his career. He's already had good seasons in the Premier League. He's a guy that you know you can count on for goals and assists. And Malcolm is a guy that's going to – he's young. He's, his best days are in front of him. And, you know, to kind of come into a new league at age 20, uh, I was like, man, this is going to be a rough transition. I mean, like, we're going to be probably starting Welbeck a bunch in that spot. Yeah. Um, so speaking of which, Welbeck, also rumored to go, but we'll get into that in a second. Oh, um, but now that we're being you're, rumored... You're trying to make me cry. <laughs> now that we're being rumored with other guys, Mkhitaryan, Aubameyang, more guys that can actually plug in and play 90 minutes in the Premier League uh, this weekend if we need them to, and Malcolm is looked at more as possibly a guy for the future, now I'm like really excited about it. Like, yes, oh, let's, sure. get, let's get Malcolm, loan him back out. If that's what they want, I'm fine with that. Or we can keep him and he could play... Um, I don't even know what the Europe is. He cup tied in the Europa League, Bordeaux. I don't even think so. Yeah, so um, I mean, he could play the Europa League, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, or or loan him back out and let yeah. him let him get his playing time, and then we'll we'll get him back in the summer. Uh, and and yeah, and that's I think that's a much better plan uh, than him being expected to replace Alexis, which would just be like crazy. Definitely. Um, but yeah, speaking of Danny Welbeck and positive news, Danny Welbeck might be leaving. Oh man, I'm sorry that I'm looking at that positively. Danny, I know you listen. Uh, Danny's getting paid millions. He does yeah. not care. <laughs> um, yeah. The amount of times I had to see Danny Welbeck on, that, on the pitch side about to come in, yeah. or the times I've seen him starting, you can't really expect greatness from Danny Welbeck. Is that you? I don't think so. so oh, yeah. So, okay, so Danny Welbeck. Where's um, he going? Besiktas? Besiktas. That's okay. the team that's rumored. Again, I wouldn't be surprised to see him with us when it comes uh, to February 1st. Yeah. Um, but if these rumors are true, it just shows you that even really bad players are still linked for some reason with yeah. teams. Um, I know that I read that Pesikas is trying to find a replacement for a player that they lost. And, I mean, Danny Welbeck struggles in the Premier League, but the Turkish League is not at that level. So that might be a great move for him. Yeah. And again, he's another guy that wants to prove himself for the English squad. And usually the season before the World Cup, you see crazy transfers like this for players that just want minutes. Yeah. And, again, the Turkish League isn't a bad league. They have some pretty good teams there. Um, and if he's off of our starting 11, that makes me happy. So, yeah. sorry, Danny. Yeah, sorry, Danny. Uh, 
And I guess that's about it. I mean, there's there's a rumor of Giroud going over to Borussia Dortmund. But if we lost, actually, there's even something more current than that. Um, the, uh, oh, do you have news that you didn't even tell me about? Yeah. I'm just saying, if we lose Giroud, we lose the two best Scorpion kickers, yeah. and I don't even want Mkhitaryan. I, I don't know how I don't know how concrete the the Giroud going to Dortmund to rumors Dortmund. are. That yeah yeah yeah. And, and not to mention he's that. injured. So yeah. like you know, I think that sort of stuff when a player is injured, it just makes any sort of transfer. All the more difficult. But imagine unless you're Kim Kalstrom and you have a broken back. That's true. And Arsenal's bidding for you. <laughs> Arsenal will sign you. But if Giroud stays and we get a Bowman, Giroud is going to be pissed because yes. he was barely fighting for minutes with Lacazette. Yes, that's true. And now that's with a Bowman, so I so feel he actually probably would agitate I would, for a move. I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he if he left again. There's we're literally in the middle of the transfer uh, the transfer window month, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we did get a Bowman. Um, Sherwood will probably not be with us for very much longer. Well, that was, that was a lot. Um, was <laughs> do you lot. have any other? I mean, like news is just coming in like left and right. Seriously, so, news rumors are coming in left and right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which in soccer, so we're gonna news. leave it here. I think we've covered all the main rumors, and we've tried to keep it to things that are uh, Ornstein level. Yeah, yeah, in that range. So. <laughs> I guess we'll sign off on our 20th podcast unless right. you have anything else to add. Nope, that's everything. Nope. You got any other Twitter names to mispronounce? No. You got to give me a dig right at the end. Huh? All right. All right. All right, all right. Next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. For Steve, that was Monty. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>